Hello, welcome to Sacred Lowlands podcast. My name is Agle, and I guess it keeps on changing what this podcast is truly about. And it's very difficult because I keep on changing too. And overall, it's just about navigating life with neurodivergent mind and also trying to enjoy it even if darkness hits you quite often and trying to connect with other humans and trying to be creative and somehow find or explore one's purpose and have fun along the way even if it gets really damn difficult sometimes so that's what this podcast is in a nutshell but now I feel like when I started it I felt like um, creating one kind of content oh wow this is so beautiful I wish you could hear this wow so i'm on my daily sanity walk uh, and this um, name is coined by my friend iga and her partner joe as uh, they go on their sanity walks uh, daily to kind of ground amidst all the chaos that their work and studying is uh, putting them through. So I felt really inspired by this concept and um, like these days are so gorgeous where I'm at. They're sunny and warm and it feels like spring even though you know we're really getting into deeper winter now but they're just so magical and so I well, quick story. Okay, I will get distracted like so many times because great news. Recently, I figured out I truly have ADHD. I always had it. I just never really paid enough attention to this concept. And now as I found that out and I really started paying attention to it, my life makes so much sense. I can help myself and oh my God. So, but, but it's not this podcast episode is not about that. The place where I'm staying at the moment, I'm in Italy, um, not too far from Rome, and I stay in this residential area which is like loads of houses, 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 and in the middle of nowhere, and um, that's this kind of area. It has an abandoned swimming pool, like outdoor swimming pool, which is gorgeous and beautiful and big and it's abandoned completely and it's locked and you can't really go in but you know i like to explore um so that's that's what it has it also has uh, like a little chapel which is really it seems old and quite interesting but i never saw it open and also it has an abandoned tennis court and that's about it and in the morning i run around it like around this area in the circle it's pretty small it's pretty closed in it's pretty private so yeah there's like literally a security person at the gate um, and to really go anywhere from this place you have to take a car and even if you walk out of this area you end up on the main road which is super busy and quite dangerous to walk on so you don't want to do that and so it really gives you this feeling of like a little bit of a prison because actually we are surrounded by a lot of nature but to get into that nature you kind of you can't because it's all really fenced up and stuff so it felt very weird for me and I, I didn't really appreciate going for walks around you know neighbors houses that just feels strange like these weird American movies I don't know and um eventually as I was walking I saw these beautiful fields which you know I, I lived in France 
for almost half a year in the middle of nowhere around the fields and it was just so amazing I felt so peaceful and and this field when I saw it it really reminded me of it and I was like oh my god I gotta get out there but I was a bit afraid to go on my own so I invited my partner to join me on this adventure and we discovered uh, that yes indeed there is this beautiful field with the forest and you can't really go there because there is a fence but like honestly I don't care a girl gotta walk you know a girl has to go and get her sanity walk somewhere and that's not gonna be around the neighbor's house so so that's it so I'm on um, I'm literally here now uh, in this field and I see a beautiful view I see um, some hills I see some trees the sun is setting it's warm the the birds are chirping and also as I was sitting and I was so amazed by the sound it was like a huge swarm of birds flying um, just right above me and the sound was so magical there's something about uh, this part of Italy especially I don't know because I saw it in Rome as well many times these swarms of birds just dancing in there in the sky it's just so gorgeous and now as they flew above me that sound was so magical and I, I doubt that the mic managed to pick it up but anyway so so there, that's where I'm at in this weird place but what I really wanted to uh, to tell you is um, yeah the direction of this podcast that basically I find that you know I I don't really live a normal life I guess I don't my life is a bit unusual I move places a lot I the way I work is also always changing and the projects I work on and and a lot of my work is self-directed but also it's really difficult because yeah I struggled my whole life with you know self-directed projects because I get distracted on all the time and and I get into deep dark moments when I cannot do anything and this was like my quest I guess of my life like how do I manage having so much passion and so much drive and and creativity how do I manage to just end up not doing anything quite a lot of the times and feeling like I'm wasting my my whole life um, and all the opportunities that I have um, this was like I could not understand and that would you know get me into this shame and embarrassment and depression spiral that you know I, I, I could really not get out of but once I figured out that I have ADHD like my life <laughs> gained new colors I am not joking that anyway as I said again this is not what my podcast is about it's just that I want to make sure that <sighs> I want to make sure that we're on the same page here I guess so I'm just saying as I move and shift and change this podcast is also doing that and I don't care that it's not like one specific thing it's I think it's literally about everything and nothing at the same time but today I want to tell you a story so yes it's like a second story in a row if you didn't listen to the story before it was about um, me kind of getting stranded in the dark uh, forest during the storm at night so that was fun but um now today I wanted to talk about um, about my experience of um, of learning to drive um, and uh, passing my driving license, which I think is quite a unique story, quite a unique experience, fucking crazy experience for me. Um, so okay, so I'll get right to the chase. Actually, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing this episode in support of my YouTube video which I'm going to post today I've been editing it for quite a while now because um, I recorded my trip um, okay so yes so first listen to the podcast and watch YouTube video or or you can do it you know other way it's um, secret lowlands or Agless Lowlands on YouTube so we can find it there um, so yes in summer I was back in Lithuania visiting my family and friends and uh, I remembered that when I was writing down my well it wasn't so it wasn't so like uh, clear in, in that moment but basically um, I decided that I want to you know try and pass my driving's license because um, I was feeling like when I lived in, in France in the remote area 
um, I was feeling the need of more independence in my life because I was always depending on another person if I wanted to go somewhere or if I wanted to go to the shops or blah 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 and um, it felt a bit limiting I am a person who struggles with uh, feeling limited and um, I struggle to have like depend on other person that's kind of a difficult thing for me so i kind of got inspired then and as a joke just wrote down in my like you know resolutions for 2021 that i would love to uh, get my driving license and get a car which at that time sounded so ridiculous you know i just wrote it down but i really didn't believe that that's gonna happen and then when i was in lithuanian summer i remembered that oh, okay so i could try and get my driving license and then i talked to people and i was like well do you think it's possible to get your driving license and like during the summer and people were like yeah yeah i think it definitely is but but by the time i decided to register for my theory exam blah 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 i literally had one month left to to do everything so as i registered for my theory exam one month in advance because that was the closest date available I then contacted one person who my aunt knew and she was really kind to say that okay well if you're really serious about this and you will pass your you know theory exam which you have to because I'm gonna like schedule the time for you now so you make sure that you pass that exam theory exam and then right after that we can start driving and I'll make sure that you know like you practice like daily almost daily um, and then by the end of August you should be fine um, hopefully depending on how you know you'll be but I said you know like I was very honest from the beginning I said I have no experience driving a car like actually I kept on having these dreams my whole life when I'm in a car and I and it's moving and I don't know what to do and I'm like improvising as I go and it's just fucking scary and sometimes like I've been on long trips um, in the car with my partner like um, crossing Europe and uh, sometimes you know he would say okay can you like keep the wheel and that would be like the worst nightmare for me like I would ha have this panic because I would feel like that I'm kind of reliving my dream and I don't know what I'm doing and so it didn't feel like I never really wanted to have driving's license like I think there's like there are too many cars and too many drivers and we just yeah don't need that anymore like and I didn't care for it and then I started living in that remote area and I realized that, you know, it's kind of fucking difficult to not have a car and we're in, in places where there is no public transport. And uh, you, for my lifestyle at the moment, I do need a car because I always live in these places which are not like in a the city, they're quite remote. And especially the, the aspect of freedom, the aspect of like, okay, just packing your bags and cameras and going either to like film or take photos or whatever, like this I really enjoy doing by myself. And when I have no limitations by someone else being around me or like being like constrained by someone else's timeline schedule or whatever so I realized that this was a dream I had for a while that you know I can just jump in the car get all my equipment with me and just do whatever I want and that would give me like driving license in the car would give me that ticket you know that to freedom so yeah so okay so I, I registered for my theory exam um, a month in advance but I was in Lithuania having a lot of fun visiting a lot of my friends and family and uh, well as it happened uh, the whole month passed and I still didn't manage to go through any of those um, tests that you have like uh, to prepare for the exam I literally haven't done anything and that was a bit scary because I already paid money for this and that related to this whole process and I was thinking oh my god I already invested some money I don't want to lose it so now I have to kind of do it so I've learned literally everything in 24 hours like I didn't sleep the night before the test I was studying and also funny thing is that I couldn't study like all the time but the good thing about the the bad thing about ADHD is that you cannot get focused um, 
and you cannot do things uh, like over a long period of time but there is a good side of it that you can get hyper focused and that hyper focused situation can really help you and like in school and a lot of things in my life I, I really achieved things like in a very short amount of time because that pressure is stimulating me enough to focus and do something it's, it's horrible actually it's like it's a torture it's a torturous thing to do to yourself but it helps so um so yeah i didn't sleep all night i was um doing those exercises learning and uh, on the side when i would get too distracted or too tired i would watch a bit of tv show and then as i kind of recover i again go back and i do learning and that's what helped me to go through the whole like night and 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 manage to absorb that information and the good thing is when you go into that hyper focus situation you really like things activate in your mind and you really can absorb the information really well and it stays with you so the next day like without sleep i get myself ready i um jump in a taxi taxi takes me to the bus station i jump in a bus and i'm on my way to go to the exam and i'm freaking out because i know that the chance for me to pass is like very slim i mean i don't even know how much i know i just know that i managed to go through all those exercises that i needed to do and there were loads of them um so okay so i go and on my journey there all i was doing i was trying to use those techniques of vi visualizing and feeling as if i um as if i already passed the exam because it was too stressful for me otherwise. So what I was doing, I was like closing my eyes and I was imagining myself after I just passed the exam. Like, how does it feel when I pass the exam? Like, what's my state? Uh, you know, like, what's, what is the feeling I have in my body? Like, physically, what's happening with me? And I managed to activate that space of joy and happiness. And um, I kept on holding on to that experience in my in my head and my mind and in my body. And I kept on going there on and on and on and on until... I actually had to sit for my exam and when I sat my exam it was so stressful the questions I I felt like some of them I knew some of them I wasn't sure about but like you know I had to do it and I was trying to be very careful and like read every million of times because I am this kind of person well with ADHD who cannot like sometimes I cannot finish reading the sentences I just jump to the next thing and I miss information and that's how I make loads of like careless mistakes so this time also because I was so tired and without sleep and also my adrenaline level was probably quite high I was really in this hyper focused mode and um, I passed I made like five mistakes and you were allowed to make six so I really like only just made it but it was amazing because that meant that I didn't disappoint the person who like the instructor who a month ago arranged a whole schedule for me around her busy schedule in August because in summers they're crazy busy she arranged for me to drive every day with her so I can do my official hours of driving with instructors so then I can actually classify for having uh, a state driving exam right and um, so that's hooray I'm so happy I passed it and that means that I'm gonna start driving great um, the thing is I knew nothing absolutely nothing so when I started like it was so difficult like I was clueless and for me it is very difficult to absorb information like my instructor would tell me things many times but I couldn't I couldn't it was just everything was too new and overwhelming that I couldn't just absorbed that information and she was getting really mad with me that she kept on saying that you know you keep on asking the same things i you know you are so privileged that you got to drive every day people do this over a much longer period of time you drive every day you practice every day and you keep on asking the same things like but she couldn't understand that i cannot i just literally i cannot that my brain doesn't work in a way that i cannot absorb the information so fast it was too much too soon 
but um okay slowly slowly you know i was getting a little bit more like better but honestly the progress um, wasn't like linear i was getting better and then i would suddenly get so much worse and then again i would get better and then a complete like failure and I would drive with my instructor during the days and then in the evenings I would drive with my dad and I literally drove for like two or three weeks um, and weekends excluded so like only weekdays and uh, this was all the time like let's say three weeks roughly of me driving with the instructor and my dad in the evenings and you know you cannot imagine like the amount of stress and difficulty and sadness that I had because I my progress was not visible and I was making sometimes such horrible mistakes that you know like would put me in extremely dangerous situations it was so fucking scary and I, I actually I still don't know like how people <laughs> I think driving is crazy and it it still is scary for me anyway yes it was like the most one of the most challenging times in my life also because it was like the last month of summer I was in Lithuania it was uh, really bad weather which actually is great because I didn't feel like I'm missing out on the summer you know but I was around my family and uh, you know when you're around your family and you're going for a difficult time like everything gets triggered like I got so emotionally dysregulated by this experience I was losing my shit I was crying all the time I was I, I was a mess and I didn't have space like my own space to really ground and I didn't really have space to like do my practices I was not doing any self-care practices by that point and uh, that because there was just no space or time for it yeah I was in a kind of a difficult place the whole summer was very emotional after a long time of living in isolation and after the whole covid thing and suddenly right back into the full intensity of things in Lithuania all sorts of people experiences family friends it was a lot and then on top of that learning how to drive honestly if I knew how crazy this experience is how challenging how difficult how painful I would have never done it but the great thing of being spontaneous and sometimes jumping into things without thinking too much about them is that when you don't manage you don't have time to dwell on it and you don't realize how scary it can be and you realize that when you're in the middle of the process already like crawling through mud and then you're like okay well I can't back out now so that was my experience basically and um, I was getting really overwhelmed I was crying a lot and there were loads of arguments and like screaming and like incredible like the driving really brought out the worst in me um during like while I was while I was learning and I feel sorry for my dad and for my instructor um because I was definitely not an easy person and I think it's like a lot to do with my ADHD and the way I process information and when I get too overwhelmed with things I just start crying because I cannot contain all that madness inside and my uh, my instructor she was feeling very uncomfortable with me crying and she was kind of like saying you know like please just stop or like you know trying to encourage me to just stop crying and I was trying to explain to her that no like just let me cry you know and that's like the best thing I can do just like let me release all this emotion that came over me and like I'll be fine but you know those cries they would be really like <laughs> this this really really like real crying deep crying like I didn't cry like that in a long time so in a way it was very therapeutic as well but obviously very vulnerable because you know to cry especially in Lithuania <laughs> it was something so like when I was growing up I was like always like this when I would get triggered emotionally overstimulated I could not hold my emotion I would have to either cry or like punch someone or whatever you know that's that's the part of my ADHD I think now like I'm learning about it I'm looking back and I'm just seeing all these patterns and it makes so much sense why I was the way I was but because this was an unknown um 
thing and nobody knew that and nobody could like they just thought I'm a crazy person and that was difficult it was difficult and it was difficult to like constantly not be able to hold your emotions and cry and like you know show this vulnerability to people who were not very kind and they would use it against you and they would like make fun of it or like see you as weak you know and and what happened then is that I really blocked that part of myself and like these days for me to cry is difficult even even though I would love to cry like hell it would help me so much but like I cannot so because because I shut that part down to my own detriment honestly so when so when the instructor was saying to me like okay stop crying this is not the end of the world blah 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 I was just like man I'm just a human being can you just let me cry like nobody else cries like this is incredible like what kind of people you are like honestly like I just want to cry like I have I need to cry can I just cry for a few minutes please and like we will keep on driving that's fine just let me cry you know like it's nothing personal just let me have this moment and she was not having it and she said well you know crying gets in the way of driving and I was like well like you know, I can stop and take a little break. Like, we're not robots here. It was so difficult for me to articulate this to her because I felt like, you know, she was really, like, making me feel uncomfortable because she felt uncomfortable you know like because in Lithuania a lot of us never learn to deal with our emotions and especially a bit older generation and and for them this is like oh my god and like when I cried in front of my dad as well like he said I felt terrible like I didn't like he, he was shocked because he couldn't understand like because the way I cried was like catastrophical crying you know but like honestly I just needed to have that moment I feel sorry for my dad and for the instructor because I know that it wasn't easy for them with me and especially because I've put myself in such like short amount of time like I need to get this license you know by the end of the month I started learning on the 11th of August and my exam was on the 4th of September and like honestly the way I drove as I was driving like around three weeks all uh, during work days Monday to Friday during the days with the instructor and then in the evenings with my dad and literally I would not do anything else because I was so depressed because I was constantly failing so I would like drive in the morning come back home watch TV all day to like numb myself because I didn't have like space to take care of myself properly so I was just like watching TV to escape all those difficult feelings and um and then by the time uh, when my dad would come back from work, I would already be a bit more like composed and I, we would go together and then we would drive together with him. And uh, that was that was the experience of learning. So it was painful. It was painful. And obviously I could see, you know, and my, my instructor was saying, okay, well, maybe, you know, you should really like postpone your, your exam. She, she was like, this is not, this is not like great. The way you drive is kind of shitty and she was honestly tr like real she was honest with me I did not drive well I mean I have never used a car before and I'm not a person who like is very good with these things and I'm super emotional and when I get super sad and depressed like then I cannot learn so that's one of the things as well with ADHD people is that we make loads of mistakes and we keep on repeating them and we cannot we cannot learn from our mistakes easily because it keeps on happening and happening some things not everything but some things and we feel so devastated and so infuriated and disappointed and like failures that we have no it's difficult for us to recover and we lose our self-esteem like crazy we become so injured uh, emotionally that for us to to then learn anything you know is, is so hard and that's why for me like this whole experience was so like depressing this whole month but I already invested you know like quite a bit of money and time and other people's like you know patience so I felt like I have to do it like I have to put my best even though I knew that it's going to be hard like I, I talked like all of my friends have driving's license and they were like this is not easy and yes like you definitely took it on took it upon yourself like a bit too intense like nobody really honestly nobody believed that I'm going to 
pass my driving license from the first time with such crazy driving and you know they had like rightfully so because I was not doing great but I felt like I have to I have to and 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 I knew that you know like I will have a chance to take another exam but the thing is that in Lithuania everybody wants to get driving license so the queues are like you have to wait the, the waiting list is long you have to wait for a super super long time and it can take a month and I was already staying in Lithuania for a super long time I wanted to go back and it just felt like I have to like get my driving license as soon as I can so that was motivating me but it was not like very positive motivation and honestly like of course like my friends and family like you know they they tried to support me in their own way but all of them had the examples of you know completely different experience of driving or like like nobody ever set themselves out to to learn to drive in a month and uh, nobody around me passed their driving license you know in such short amount of time from the first time so nobody could imagine that this would happen especially for me and um and i could feel that and it was like really challenging obviously but one person who really trusted in me like and believed in me and supported me like un unconditionally was my partner which was a bit crazy as well because he knows that you know I had no clue about the cars and I just decided to to you know go to get my driving license on the whim I didn't even talk about it with him and somehow he was just so supportive I mean I guess you know for a good reason but also like that support from him was like my light in the dark. It really helped. Like um, we kept on communicating, constant reinforcement of positivity, and like you know, you got this, and you can definitely do it. And uh, that that somehow helped. Like knowing that the person, the closest person to me, believes in me, that really helped. So I kept on going on, and um, yeah, I remember I had to, in Lithuania, in order to be allowed to go for a state exam, you have to have this kind of um, makeshift exam with your instructor in your own town. So the funny thing is also that I decided to have my exam in a place which I've never even been before. I mean, I have never been to that town. Maybe... I was there passing by, but I have never really been. So I didn't know the roads. I didn't know anything. I was learning in my little town. And then as I was trying to find a place to pass my driving, like to, to take my test, everything was fully booked. The biggest city next to my town was fully booked. So I, I couldn't get it. So the only place I could get was like this far away place in a different part of Lithuania, which I have never really known before. And uh, all my practices were based in my town. So I literally didn't even know what that town is about. Um, and so when I had my little exam just before I finished my driving lessons with my instructor, she said to me, like, you know, if you will pass your driving license, like, it's going to be a miracle. That's literally what she said to me. Like, because she couldn't believe it. She said, you know, like, in a month's time, from zero to, like, passing driving license exam, that's it's crazy because... Honestly, in Lithuania, that exam is very difficult as well. It's it's not like, it's not some joke. They are very, very strict and for the good reason as well. Like, it makes sense that they want people to learn how to drive properly. And especially because there are so many drivers already, like too many. It's good that, you know, there are very high bars to pass. But like even, you know, parking on the line when you have to park in between the lines, right? And it's like just a tiny bit of your tire is touching the the, the line that's it you, you failed so like you know these kind of mistakes I was thinking oh my god I will definitely make this mistake like come on um, but I don't know like I just felt like okay I have so much invested in it I just gotta I just gotta try you know so basically I had my little thingy exam with my instructor in my hometown and the day before we did a practice run it went like shit so I didn't believe that I'm gonna pass like honestly I was just thinking I'm just not gonna pass she's not even gonna let me to fucking go and have a proper state exam but somehow she was kind on that exam and she kind of made me 
made me pass it like she helped me a little bit so I could go and have a proper exam even though she probably knew that I'm not gonna pass the proper exam so she wasn't that worried you know for like helping me out a bit um, so like okay I got okay from her and from that school and they send the information to like the the institution that I can I can actually you know get my exam so yay I was happy and then the day came for me to go to the town and um, you know I went there a day before I booked some ex extra like classes with local instructors in that town so I can get to know this this town a little bit more and um, well during my classes I realized that oh my god like I don't know anything and it's like learning from scratch because you know I was such a vulnerable driver like honestly I, I barely could drive I barely could use that car and then going to a new place all over again so it was very stressful and I felt like okay I'm not gonna and so the I went there the day before I booked Airbnb and then the next morning I was I thought that I'm gonna have the exam the next morning so I wake up in the morning I get myself ready so stressed out and I thought okay I'll just check the time just in case and then I see that actually my exam is not until like a few days so I went I came like three days before like or two days before and I'm just sitting standing there in that corridor of that Airbnb and thinking what the fuck like I was so stressed out and so out of myself completely like lost um, that I got the day wrong and like I had my ticket go to, to go back home the bus ticket you know and all and and I didn't know I didn't have any more accommodation nothing and I was just like what I'm gonna do but then like I was thinking quickly okay like what would be the best thing to do like I honestly need more practice and I don't know the town yet so I thought I will try to call like all the instructors in that town and, and ask if they could give me extra lessons and try to get as many lessons as I can so I managed to get like maybe another four extra lessons like with all different instructors and um, it was very like I was lucky because they're always so fully booked so I got those uh, lessons uh, in another two days the lady allowed me to extend my Airbnb great and um, I was just you know going to drive I mean obviously it was very short like one hour and a half classes so nothing that crazy but honestly I think that's all I needed it really really helped me and also one instructor had petrol car which I have never used and he said oh you know that when you go to pass your driving license exam that like most of the cars are petrol cars and you know petrol car works a little bit differently than a diesel car and I was just like fuck what what <laughs> what now so okay thank goodness that he was there that he was there and that he had that car and it was difficult for me but you know at least I got a chance to practice a little bit and so well the day has come for me to go for my exam this time I got the time right and um man I was so stressed out like I don't I don't even know how to explain that feeling and I was like smoking like I I quit smoking like a long time ago but sometimes when I go back to Lithuania I smoke a little bit with my friends you know just like it's like this guilty pleasure yeah and um, during this time I was smoking like crazy that was my coping mechanism because I didn't really do anything although I did like meditate a lot and I did breath work sessions in the morning as well and like I did more like um, visualizing just how it feels you know so I did all that um, um, during these days while I was in the town while I was staying in the town preparing for my exam I did all this just to kind of help myself get into that mindset and also being on my own was so so powerful finally after like being 
with people all the time who are constantly having their opinion about you, about your progress, about your regress kind of finally being on your own, gathering your thoughts. Like I felt extremely ill actually. I was just so ill. All I wanted to do is to lay down in bed and it was great because I didn't have my laptop and I just had my book so I was not really distracted and I did read and I rest and yeah it was it was great. When I was uh asked to take my exam like I knew that the the percent of me really managing to pass was like super small I knew that but still like I kept on like envisioning myself doing that because I knew that if I pass everything is going to be so much easier in my life because I really wanted to leave Lithuania and I invested so much that now to not pass and to kind of wait around for another month it would be too much for me and you know all this stuff wouldn't be valid for another year so uh, it would have been a hassle so basically yeah I, I got invited by this man who seemed sweet so it was great because I saw that some instructors were really mean and this person was like really warm so I was so happy and then he told me like what they do they randomly choose they get chosen like a random um, destination destination with um, exercises that you'll have to do with maneuvers that you'll have to do and uh, he told me that what he got you know given and uh, he explained to me what I'll have to do you know he asked me if I understand I said yeah and honestly I realized that I got everything that I feel okay doing because there were some things which I didn't feel okay doing yet but that everything what came up it seemed like it's fine like I can do it and so I got into this again my ADHD hyper focus mode which is funny because when I was telling the story to my friend I exactly it's exactly what I used that this word of being hyper focused because I truly got into this tunnel and that's how I felt but back then I didn't know that it's a feature of you know ADHD as well so like it's crazy how everything falls into place when you figure something out about yourself as like a huge big piece of a puzzle um, so yes so basically I got into this hyper focus mode where I couldn't even like I was barely even breathing you know my my instructor asked me if everything is okay because I was like literally in this weird zone and my leg was like all shaken and I don't know like how I managed to do anything actually and he told me just remember to breathe you know because you could see that I'm truly stressed out and everything went smoothly and everything went so fast like honestly it was incredible how fast it was you know because driving lesson is normally one hour and a half and exam was only 45 minutes so it was such a bliss and he told me already to drive back into the exam center and I felt like well probably I passed because I didn't do anything crazy he never like told me to step out of the car from away from the wheel and I felt like well maybe maybe I passed but then he asks me to park like right next to the center I'm back you know I'm almost there and he asks me to park and it was this kind of very weird position parking and it was kind of simple but like I didn't really have experience doing that or I was really failing to get my car in that position and I was like shit I don't know how to do it so first time I got in and I really like my my car was like diagonal completely like wrong and I kept on trying and trying and I was like oh my god I can't believe that this last bit will fuck me over and then I turn around and I see <laughs> through the window of the car I'm in I see the instructor one of the instructors with whom I was practicing a few days ago in this town and he's just like smiling at me and showing thumbs up and I was like oh my god he's here he's so cute and I come back like I focus back on the situation and somehow I managed to squeeze that car in, in between those two lines and my instructor says like okay 
I have to get out and check. So he checks and then he comes back into a car and then he says, okay, the end of the exam. And suddenly he seems so sad. At the beginning, he was so cute and warm and I felt so comfortable next to him. But then at the end, he seemed so sad. And I was like, okay, I didn't pass because like, what the fuck happened to him? Why is he so sad out of a sudden? And he says to me, okay, we'll start from the good things. And so he says all the good things. And I'm like, of course, you start from the good things because I didn't pass so you want to prepare me for the shit news and he says all the good things and then he says the mistakes and then the mistakes are like oh yeah okay I mean nothing critical but like nothing good you know and he finishes with the mistakes that he talked quite a bit about and then he says okay so exam passed now you can go and get your driving license uh, photo taken blah blah blah. and i'm just sitting there like i even made this weird sound and almost started crying because i was like what the fuck man like you completely mind fucked me here you honestly like showed me as if like you gave me all the signals that i didn't pass and then suddenly i pass or like are you upset that i passed because you can see that like i have no future in driving or what so it, it was so crazy and i even told him i said so like if I passed why are you so sad and he was like so confused about this question he was like what I'm not sad <laughs> and then I was like okay okay thank you so much goodbye and and that was it and that was me um so yes of course um when I told my friends and family everyone was so happy like it was such a huge celebration because everybody knew and everybody was involved into the struggle of mine and finally it meant like okay I can, I'm like so much closer to going back. All I need to do now is to get a car, which was another funny story. Like to get a car, I had like a ridiculously small budget, you know, like I really didn't have a lot of money and uh, I decided to buy a car because why not and uh, well actually I just knew that I will need to have a car if I want that independence where I'm at and blah 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 so I knew that I need a car and then I was thinking well maybe I should get a car in Italy where I live but then I realized that you know the fees and everything it would be too confusing and too difficult and too expensive so I knew that the best idea would be for me to get a car like in Lithuania and then to drive and obviously then that implies that you need to drive from Lithuania to Italy which was a crazy idea you know but somehow I was just like well 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 maybe I can do it so first of all getting a car you know was also like quite difficult because in Lithuania it's difficult to find a car you know that is used and decent price and uh, working well you know, it's almost mission impossible. And uh, my mom kept on saying, like, I, do, I told you there is nothing to find for this kind of price. You know, my family has, like, the worst record of, like, having cars. Every time they buy cars, they break, they spend, like, huge amounts of money trying to fix them. And then it's, like... A horrible investment and that happened so many times you know so obviously I'm coming from this kind of background and I know that okay this is not an easy thing to do um, and then I talked to my friends and everyone is also kind of like well 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 we don't know it's it's kind of crazy what you're trying to do but maybe but maybe you can so um, so yes and and then some people i would talk to and they were laughing at me they're like what haha <laughs> you wanna buy a car for this amount of money are you crazy like this car will break like literally it will break before you even leave lithuania so this is a crazy idea literally when i told people like when just at the beginning when this idea arrived to me that i will buy a car and then i will drive with that car to italy and i told the budget everybody were laughing at me my parents were laughing at me behind my back, which I figured out later. Uh, then I told some other people, they were laughing at my face. They were saying that, well, don't be crazy. Like, we're buying cars for like, you know, 10K and, you know, the amount you want to find a car is like crazy. And you won't even manage to leave Lithuania in the car that your car will break so I was just standing there like thinking oh my god I'm so clueless and like naive coming up with all these ideas I'm so stupid you know and um and then I talked to some other friends and they were like well you know if it's a small car maybe it is possible I don't know like you should try and my partner again he was just like 
hey, remember about the positive attitude? Of course you can find the car. Like, look, I found the car, like, which is amazing for this amount of money. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick with that naive positivity that says, yeah, you can get a car for that amount of money, which is great. Of course, that's possible. So I was trying with that attitude and it wasn't easy because most of the cars I checked out. Well, first of all, let me just tell you that the process was extremely difficult. You know, I had oh, I had to always like depend on someone to go with me to check those cars because first, I don't know anything about the cars. I was like, I really learned a lot because my partner like educated me everything, what he could possibly do over the internet about the cars and what I should look for and what should I check. But you know, it's still like I'm such a newbie, but I already knew so much. And then, um, and obviously that, you know, would help, but just a tiny bit, but I needed someone to go with me, someone to drive, with me to like because normally the cars that would be sold would be in the capital and I'm like from a small town so you know it would be tricky and I would have to ask my dad you know he would be tired after work and obviously I'm also like in the bratty mode like not in my best um even though I was happy you know like that I passed my license now finding a car was another headache and you know I always had to like ask him to go with me and if it wasn't if it, the trip wasn't successful it would be sad because honestly the cars that we got shown were just like honestly rotten they were so people wanted a lot of money for like literally shit and then like one of my friend who really knows a lot about cars he was like you know you can send me things over and i will check them out and maybe you know i can help you a little bit so then i finally found one potential car which again like my partner was so amazing he just kept on like browsing those ads on this lithuanian website and finding like options for me i wouldn't have been able to do it on my own honestly but he helped me so much so he was you know always like giving me potential car cars that look kind of okay but obviously i had to call and figure out all the details and then see if it's worth going to see them and blah 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 so i finally managed to see one car which i kind of liked my dad loved that car and i was like very close to buying it but i felt like you know i really need someone to go there with me who kind of like really knows about the cars and then one of my friends was like you know what i can come and help you out and he was so sweet he came in and he said i'm dressed up as this you know um proper like uh, car dealer and i'm just gonna try you know to, to find everything what's wrong with the car <laughs> it was so funny because you know honestly you want to know because people quite often just sell whatever you know and you don't know it's like a lottery yet it's a gamble so we go there with my friend and i'm like really like crossing my fingers like man i just want this car to be okay so i can get it and just be done with this and like drive to italy and we go there with my friend and he checks out the car and he says, I'm sorry, but it's not a good car. You know, like this needs to be changed. This needs to be changed. Like, honestly, you will have to spend so much more money. Like, I really don't recommend it unless the guy who is selling the car is willing, you know, to is willing to like get the price down. And of course, the guy wasn't willing to get the price down. He was quite stubborn and he wanted to get a lot of money for that car. Um, so my friend was like, I'm sorry, but I really don't suggest to get this car. So I was like, OK, fuck it, you know, and it's already like late and I'm in the capital. <laughs> And I don't know how to, like, I, I don't have any more, like, trains or buses or anything. And I'm just like, okay, I will figure out how to come back. But but uh, first I'm saying to my friend, you know, maybe you just want to go and get, like, some dinner or whatever together. And he's like, no, let's just, let's just go into the car and try to find more, you know, ads and just see maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe something. So we go into a car and we keep on scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And he keeps on, like, showing me things, but it's not really working and it's not really working and then my partner sends me this ad which seems pretty good and the friend of mine is like okay well I'm just gonna give a, a call so he calls that person and the person you know picks up the phone and says yeah like you can just come now if you want like uh, she gives all the information about the car which seems all good and my friend is happy to drive to the other side of the city to just check that car for me and we get there and he checks the car and he says like honestly i don't know what to say like everything seems great 
I like I didn't even know how could we negotiate the price because I don't have anything to say. And he like he really knows about the car. So I was like, fuck yes. This is amazing. So the price also seems decent. And my friend, my friend even managed to negotiate another couple of hundreds just because he was cool. And the lady who was selling, she was really cool as well. And she was like, man, I just got a car from like a new car from a salon. And honestly, I just, I just want to sell this car as soon as I can. And she was so cute. So I was like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it now. So we did it. We exchanged all the details, all the stuff, all the paperwork. She had this cute keyring on on the key, which said love. And I was like, "Do you want to keep your keyring?" And she was like, "Ah, nah. This is for you, you know, for good luck." That's how cute she was. And um, the friend of mine as well, so cute. Like he helped me out with everything. I literally just got my own car, and it was petrol which I'm still not used driving and I'm in this in the capital which I have never even like driven in and like everything was so scary and it started raining and it started like and it was dark already and now I have to leave and my friend was like listen okay um just follow me i will take you to the petrol station we will put some fuel and then you know i'll send you on your merry way so that's what he did but he literally like did (laughs) he helped me with everything because i was so clueless and so scared and panicky like my car stopped literally in the middle of the road of the busy road like it was so so scary at the beginning but then somehow like once he said okay you'll be fine you'll be fine just go thankfully we were like really at by the edge of the city so it was very easy for me to get out and get on the highway and just back to my hometown and you know all this happened so fast that I didn't manage to talk to anyone like my parents were like well how how is everything going like asking me on the messages and trying to call me but I was unavailable because we were trying to get a car so I'm just like oh, okay I don't have time to message you now la 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 and then I got in and I have to drive so I have no time to like call or message again I was too stressed out to even play music so I was just like okay I just have to get back home and like I'll tell the good news when I come back so I uh, go back with my new car all this way it was very cute because my navigation was taking me through completely quiet nature roads which were really beautiful and um, I came back and I say well I got the car it's all good I'll uh, I'll be able to drive to Italy now and my mom was like no you're not gonna drive to Italy that's not happening and honestly when I decided to do this and I told my friends and my instructor everybody were like no don't do it you literally just you passed your driving license you know you barely can use the car like don't do this you'll get so tired it's gonna be stressful and I was like yeah I know it's gonna be that and then I started doubting myself and I thought okay maybe it's not a good idea my mom was completely panicking about this whole thing she was extremely unhappy she didn't want me to do it my grandmas were like my grandmas would start crying whenever I would talk about it so it was like really intense um but but I knew that I have to somehow go back and we were thinking about all sorts of options you know maybe my partner would come over but he couldn't really come over so maybe I would have to go back to Italy fly back to Italy and then at some point come back to pick up the car but like that was also such a shitty you know arrangement and I was just like I don't know what to do so for the moment I was completely confused like I didn't know what's going to happen plus I needed to sort out all the paperwork all the insurance stuff with my car so like I kind of didn't think about it for a minute and then I had another difficulty which was like okay the insurance you know like apparently my mom ever since I decided to buy a car my mom was like you're not gonna get a cheap insurance. <laughs> You're gonna have to pay a lot of money. You, everybody who's a new driver has to pay a lot of money for the cars. And you know, you're not gonna be an exception, blah, blah, blah. 
And you know, this kind of attitude really doesn't help when you are just a newbie and you're like clueless in what you're doing and all that. And again, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what's happening. Is it true? Like I'll have to like spend like a fortune now of having a car. And then I figured out that no, I don't have to. But somehow my mom didn't believe in me. So she still wanted to believe in the narrative where everything is dark and gloomy. And that, of course, put us in a fight. I'm telling you, this whole experience was so stressful. But all in all, the insurance was not expensive. It was decent, really decent amount. And my mom decided to pay for it, I guess, because she felt bad for putting me through that drama. Um, so I managed to figure out the insurance. It's all good now. And it was, I already, by that time, already stayed in Lithuania for so long, I was losing my shit completely. And like now I have the driving's license, now I have the car. I can honestly just sit in a car and go. And so it was the night before my birthday and I'm talking to my partner and I'm just saying to him like, you know, I'm, I feel so terrible. I just, I really need to get out of here. Because, you know, like staying with your parents for a long amount of time when you're an adult is not the most fun, no matter how much you love them. It's just difficult. So, and it's not because of the parents, it's because of me, of not having my own space and not having my own life, you know, that's, that's all. And so my partner says, you know, how about fuck everyone's opinion and just like drive, you know? And I was like, man, I think, yeah. Plus, you know, if I managed to do it, I would feel so proud of myself, right? Like I would feel like, whoa, I did this thing. And I would really improve my driving as well. So then and there, the decision has been made that I will drive no matter what everybody says. And yeah, it was difficult because as I said, you know, like nobody wanted me to drive and I knew that it's going to be so hard, especially with my mom and my grandmas and everything. They're going to be like having, you know, problems sleeping and stuff because of this. But because I made a decision in such a, like literally last minute, I made a decision on 17th in the evening and like on 20th I think I was already driving so everything happened so fast like even you know until the last minute I didn't know that that's what I'm really gonna do and uh, it just happened and now I'm gonna drive and my partner figured out a way to come and he meet me halfway so I didn't need to do the whole trip by myself but I, you know I, I would do half trip so I ended up needing to drive from Lithuania to Vienna, which is not a crazy amount, but when you're just a beginner, I mean, it is terrifying. So I had to cross all Poland and Czech Republic and then enter Austria. So yeah, again, like my partner arranged everything for me. He made this whole plan with all the stops. So like gave me plenty of time so I can really take my time and stop and I don't need to rush anywhere and it was mainly highway so it wasn't so terrifying so yeah I just literally packed my shit quickly and jumped into the car and off I went and it was crazy because it was literally venturing into the unknown and I recorded my trip kind of on video so you can watch it on YouTube and um, thankfully I was blessed to have driven the whole way to Vienna with no accidents, with nothing, like it was so smooth. It was so brilliant. Everything went perfectly. I only, the only thing that happened is that I lost all my hubcaps from the car because I guess they weren't really attached well, but Apart from that, my car for a very small budget was brilliant. It never disappointed me. It was a good girl and we drove together all this way. And I came to Vienna in time, met my partner and then from then on we drove to Italy. And that was the trip. So, you know, what I really learned in this trip that honestly, this whole experience that when you really, really want something, you really can achieve it. 
And the less you think about it, the better. And the less you talk about it with others is also the better because most of the time people project their own experiences or their own fears on you. And then they can very quickly make you change your mind or stop you believing things like when people didn't believe that I will pass my driving license or when they laughed at me for wanting to buy a car for a certain budget and laughed at me for wanting to drive with it to Italy. Like everything what I got laughed about or like people were really doubtful or questioning everything I proved them wrong in every aspect and everything went smoothly and just as I wanted and so having my partner supporting me through all this trip for all this experience and you know obviously some of my friends and of course my family I mean everyone wanted the best for me it's just that sometimes the way they did it was not the most helpful but in any case people were truly wanting me to be okay and just to get what I want and so I did and I just want to say that you know in the initial stages of all these ideas and plans as crazy as they sounded they were easily I mean they were manageable and achieved I achieved them all without too much thinking without too much dwelling and trying to anchor in that positivity as much as I can that things can be great you know that you do not have to go always into catastrophical mindset things don't necessarily have to go bad things can actually go great really great that there are wonderful things in this world and that you can trust that there is a great force that is taking care of you and everything is going to be fine when you decide to do something bigger or to take a risk or you know what I mean that's all so basically that's all I wanted to share I know it's been a long and kind of very strange story but I felt like it was very beneficial for me I feel like it, it really allowed me to understand some things and to find some confidence in myself and and in this universe you know and some trust that things can go well they can go well and you are allowed to believe in that so that's it you know I, I really hope that this somehow inspires you or helps you in some way um, I love you thank you so much for listening and until the next time.